Welcome to the Do Everything With Love podcast, where we are talking about um, being a community, learning, growing, and engaging our world around us with relevant discussions sourced from books read for creatives in today's culture, hosted by uh, Wadi, Myron, Amber, and yours truly, David. And uh, love God, love people, do everything with love. Let's get this party started. All right, all right. Well, let's do a little check and see how we all doing. Wadi, how you been? I'm doing good. Uh, summer's been fun. I've been getting some sun. I've been playing a lot of tennis. Hey. So that's been new for me. Um, how, how did I start playing tennis? I don't know. Since the pandemic, you kind of go outside more. And then uh, I used to play tennis in high school. And then, you know, you find some old rackets and some courts. And you're like, wow, I remember this is a lot of fun. And so I've been binging on tennis for a little bit and watching it. It's like a new hobby. Nice. Yeah, yeah resurgence. Yeah, Great I can hobby. relate. Yeah, I've been playing tennis too. And just, uh, it's a sport that like I feel like you have to stay on top of otherwise. Yeah. You'll, you don't use it, you'll lose it. you lose it. Definitely <laughs> a, a specific skill set. It's like so much concentration <laughs> goes into that sport. That's mm-hmm. amazing. Mm-hmm. The, the mental game. Yeah. I just actually saw something about how some, the best tennis players, they actually have their own like sports psychologists. Oh, wow. To like overcome psychology, yeah, because it's just oh. a mentally straining game. I'm sure. Well, at, since it's not a team sport, yeah, it's just you and your mind. Well, you're against the opponent and your your physical physicality and all that stuff. But yeah. once you put in the work physically, you're out there, and your mental's got to be sharp. I think that's the whole thing with Nick Kyrgios. If anybody familiar, yeah, yeah, yeah. Been pub- public about his his mental struggles. Same thing with um, Simone Biles. Yes, Basing the gymnast. but also yeah, yeah, and also the other tennis player Naomi Osaka. Osaka. Oh yeah, yes, that's yeah, right. well, yeah, Naomi. Yeah, yeah. Yep. yeah she's so, very vocal about. So yeah, it's a, it's also a mental game. Mental health. Mm-hmm. It's been a trending topic for yeah. sure, for sure. All right, well, David. Uh, yeah, um, yeah. I recently just had a colonic done, a hydrocolonic. Um, shout out Clean to wow. to, what that is. to renew wellness on <laughs> no, that. No, not Describe too much it. detail. Not too much detail, but <laughs> basically, um, you know, the colon is a big, really important uh, part of your body. It's Absorbent. it's main it's mainly in your abdomen, actually. Your stomach. I realized I learned something new is your stomach's not what you think your stomach is. Most people think it's like your your belly or your abdomen, but actually, it's off to the side and your kind of near your rib cage. Um, but anyways. Uh, uh, basically, the premise of a colonic is to basically flush out, you know, essentially, if you're a perfectly working colon, you're, every meal that you eat, like afterwards, you're able to, you know, be able to take it up. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, you know, if you eat three bowel meals a day, you should, medical be, you should be having three different bowel movements. But Three? Yeah. Three a day? If you th- if pretty much if you eat with, three is meals. Is that with or without coffee? Um, okay. I don't know, but because I'm saying, if you, if you drink some coffee, <laughs> I think I'm you can pretty, get pretty you can get regular. Like two and a half. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty, I'm pretty regular. Maybe, I'm pretty yeah. regular. Yeah, I'm pretty regular too. But if, like, basically, for any the way that um, the I don't even know what to call her. Is she the the colonist? The colonist. Do you, do you <laughs> actually colon, see all of the weight when they yes, yes, yes. So, so the premise of it is they 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 oh, they, they, they they pump your colon. Um, with 100 degree 100 degree water Should you go to a movie first and and <laughs> no just right into it huh a lot of lube was, a lot of lube was involved yeah. <laughs> so, so okay anyways, and, and it'll put you to sleep for that no I don't put you to sleep for that you get a handshake first <laughs> <laughs> hold your head <laughs> 
She looked me in my eyes. Oh, it's nice. <laughs> she gazed into my eyes and said, but, uh, and they pump me. you full of water and hot water. And basically, and keep in mind, your body's like 98 point something degrees, right? So 100 degrees is not too, too crazy, mm. um, even though that is technically boiling. Um, but anyways, um, they pump it in you and it's supposed to soften because basically the way that you can judge or, or even scope how much waste is inside of you um, is basically if you have three meals a day and you're only taking a dump you know once a day or twice a day then that means that there's one meal that's not getting a bowel movement and bowel movements typically only uh defecate what you just ate not like it does, it's not like a backup and it's like okay i'll just have a bowel movement and everything comes out it doesn't work the colon doesn't work that way so anything that uh doesn't get bumped out you know after a meal typically hardens and sticks to the size of your colon you know, some say that colon is the place where, you know, your immunity comes from. Also, the place where your disease originates a lot of times. And colon cancer is a huge killer, too. Yeah. So so basically, the whole idea is that it's it's emptying out your colon and getting all that backup hardened stuff. It's like hardened like plastic sticking to the side of your walls um, and basically uh, working its way. And, of course, everything isn't done in one treatment. So I'm actually in the middle of, of getting... Uh, more treatments done to empty out because the colon is like five feet long apparently um how, how many treatments it's like three or four Ooh. uh and it's amazing because when you do it like it it, it definitely you it feel lighter it simulates the urge of you wanting to go take a dump like it's kind of mm -hmm. weird uh and you and there's like a so you know there's like a tube that you can see like all the stuff coming out of yes. you and so you see chunks you see like all right, the, the all right. <laughs> but anyways it feels great I, a, the colonic feels great i highly recommend it Do, if you ask like a doctor a doctor will just tell you we rather you take a pill for that if you have problems with digestion but to me it's kind of the holistic way of, of going about it and of course doing it with a professional i would not recommend doing it on your own um and that is an interesting yeah, it's update been, it's been that dope. you have to Yeah, it's been say. dope. It's, it's been great. Yeah. Um, on another note, though, so, what I've been doing is going to weddings. Wedding season. That's the wedding season, yeah. Yeah, back to back. Um, so it's been great. One weekend was um, South Carolina, cousin's wedding. Very next weekend, more exciting, Dominican Republic. Nice, Punta nice. Cana. Uh, for several days that was lovely these are all like remote destination weddings yeah that's, that's yeah. even more fun so, yeah. yeah I'm actually um, just been traveling all the way up until my final actual travel which is um, several weeks away in um, going to live in Nigeria yeah to go see your husband yep yeah so how excited are you about that trip completely stoked um it's gonna be just a time that we can just truly connect be on the same schedule because we're in the same time zone yeah be able to you know go to lunch together during the work week things like that just basic yeah. life and things stuff, yeah. yeah remind us when you got married again just uh last december yeah 30th, so it's not even been a year yet 21 so that's really cool yeah that's what's up so yeah, that's what I get to do after all of the traveling for weddings. All right, just don't get stuck there. Make sure you come back. I'll come back. <laughs> I'll eventually come back. I'll eventually, eventually come like back. Eventually. 
church. We need you over here in the States. <laughs> I'm coming. I'm coming. I'm coming back. We, we still have to do Let Love Rise. Thing. That's right. That's right. But yeah, that's right. but yeah, that's me. Okay. Yeah. That's what's up. Myron, how are you doing? Uh, good, good. Um, I had caught COVID. I've been, been out here dodging the rota and it managed to catch up to me. Uh, you got me. Well, yeah. It's it wasn't it wasn't as bad as I thought. Actually, I thought it was just a regular cold at first, um, but then like some other people in my family caught it, and they caught it a little a little harder than it hit me. I had a lingering cough for a while, and I did have fatigue for a little bit, so that slowed down my my mountain biking a hmm. little bit. I'm still still working on getting my cardio fully back. I'm still still a little tired, at, but yeah, um, yeah. But you're vaccinated though, right? I mean, I don't even know when the last that vaccinated didn't wear it for and off by now. Yeah, I guess, but I, it's I had, in your I body. Gotten, I mean, what they what as like they the, say, as the doctors say, boost now. As, right. as, as <laughs> the doctors say, it's encoded into your body. So I'm like, at this point, it's like whatever. Uh, I mean, I, I got vaxxed, I got boosted. Yeah, uh, I'm good now. At this point, I'm, I'm not getting any more shots. Like I caught it. Yeah, I, I'm, I feel you. On that. I, I still believe that I'm one of the first original cases. And like, when did it first get here? That was like March 2020. I yeah. think that's the official. Oh, no, well, no they, 2019, no. right? It was December 2019. Yeah, it was December, 2019 yeah, it was December so. cause I, I believe I got it in December because I know they said they had some. Um, it was first in Seattle. Yeah. And my church, my church had a, um, a joint event, and actually some people from Seattle were there. Oh. oh. So I think I caught it then, and what? it was just way early, and like, because I went, to, I went to the you to were the doctor. Zero. Yeah. It was I was your right. fault. <laughs> I was that monkey, you know. Outbreak. Yeah. Outbreak. That movie. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny. But yeah, yeah, I think I think I was one of the first. Well, I think it really pandemic status in March. It crushed you. Yeah. Yeah. It was it was pretty bad because like that was one of the first times I ever went to like the the hospital for like a cold. You went to the hospital? For this yeah. Year? Wow. Like, wow. But they were like, oh, it can't be that. Uh, I mean, but they didn't even have any testing. Oh wow. They wow, was like, wow. oh, it just must be some different strain of the flu or something. I'm like this, this ain't that. It's different. <laughs> like I, know, I know how my body works. Right, right. Jeez. Wow. So very specifically, and that was not it. So, yeah. Thankfully, well, you, you overcame back. it. Right. Yeah. Wow. Could have been worse. Yeah. Sir. My so. sister was actually saying that around that time, she thinks that she's never, ever been sick like that, never had a cough like that, flu like that, and she was like, she's pretty sure she was probably patient zero, too. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I mean... All I can say is that I'm grateful that I feel like the the, the latest strains have uh, well as this new strains keep coming out they seem to be getting the symptoms seem to be getting weaker and weaker. Yeah. So that's that's one thing that I'm I'm grateful for. But yeah, what's what's the next? I don't know. It makes you wonder what's the next one going to be. Hopefully it won't be around for a while. Gives us a chance to get back into it. But I feel like we're we're pretty much people are society in general is kind of back into full swing of things yeah now. So, for the most part yeah for the most part yeah. yeah so but anyways uh for the main events we're here because of our the book that we're reading in our book club uh called and we're not talking about covid or bowel movements anymore <laughs> no no now no we're no. talking about contagious we're talking about contagious how bowel movements are contagious. how <laughs> contagious covid <but laughs> covid so, went viral <laughs> The Do Everything With Love podcast. If you'd like to continue to take the journey with us, please hit us up at With Love across all streaming platforms. Our music is everywhere, all right? And if you want a physical copy, hit us up at bandcamp.com and you might even score yourself a signed copy of our album. Thanks. Why things catch on? Why does it catch Why on? Why things catch on? Why did monkeypox catch on? <laughs> well, it had a viral name. Hmm? No, but okay. Oh, no, in all seriousness, though. <laughs>
<laughs> so this is the current book we're in, Contagious, and as we just stated, um, it's pretty much a book that breaks down why things go viral, why things catch on. Um, and today we are currently in chapter three, Emotion. Um, emotion is pretty self-explanatory. Um, so in this context, it's uh, when we care, we share. So if something emits an emotional response, you'd imagine it would catch on and go viral. But it's not so simple. There's that, Dave. Well, uh, I think the, the question that, that I think is that we wanted to discuss today is how do emotions play into going viral, right? Mm -hmm. um, and so... I think one of the big ones that that causes things to go viral is the power of awe, right? <laughs> awe being defined as being amazed, being humble, being elevated, right? Captivated. Being captivated, right? Which which is something that if you imagine anything that has gone viral that you've we've all I think I feel like everyone at least in America has seen a, a video going viral, right? Um, it's something that captures your attention in the moment. You literally stop what you're doing and you take the time to actually watch this video. It's a complex emotion, all is, right? Um, and it, it kind of involves this sense of wonder and amazement and it allows you to be just so enthralled in the moment. Um, and so statistically, statistically, it's been proven to actually boost sharing 30%, right? Mm -hmm. um, which to me would suggest to say that for something to go viral it has to have this sense of awe right it has to capture your attention in some shape or form to the point where you feel like you want to be that person that wants to be interesting to another person and therefore you do what what makes things viral you share it mm -hmm. so um i was thinking about the uh the monty monty's tale story mm -hmm. it's on netflix now on untold stories and uh amazing amazing uh story about a budding football linebacker from hawaii a high the number one uh foot like linebacker uh ranked in all high school sports or football and ends up going to notre dame devotes his basically like his career his games to his grandmother that just died and to uh, his girlfriend who also passed away shortly after his grandmother come to find out his girlfriend was a catfish and was a transgendered uh, woman and so uh, of course you know he Monty Taylor was was destined to be in the NFL he eventually did get to the NFL but uh, I believe he's washed out now and a lot of people are suggesting that it was from the pressure and the humiliation and just the publicity of having to be, I guess, really publicly humiliated on on national TV. And I think the press ran with it. Oh, okay. um, <laughs> it was, yeah. So you'll see, if you watch the documentary, you'll, you'll, you'll know what I'm talking about. But anyways, uh, what made that story catch on, right, in the beginning? Why did the press love it so much? Why did the media... And, and, and it's crazy because the media even flipped it on it on its head a little bit and say was Monty Tell was he a part of it was he was he a so part of the whole scheme yeah. you know <laughs> uh, and so it created a sense of awe because when you watch it it's like I mean the first thing like when you watch the first episode of that that uh, documentary it is literally uh, you, my my jaw drops when they bring out the actual transgendered woman who catfished Monty Teo 
to be inter- like is is giving her like her interview like it's crazy so like I don't know I haven't seen it was it because it was obviously a transgender woman yes <laughs> yes full on trans in transition no. yeah so um, and he thought it was not a transgender woman well he, he never seen her. Oh, so he. Oh. So she was sending like fake pics. Yes. Okay. Oh. She was impersonating another uh, mutual. An actual. Another mutual friend of a theirs. A woman. Yeah. Who, oh, yeah, that was because basically, Mon- the reason why even Monty even believed her was because she was uh, impersonating this girl that his cousin knew. And so when he asked his cousin about it, he's like, "Oh yeah, no, she's cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. She, you oh, know, no, yeah, she's, nice. she's." And so, yeah, that, you, you can see the slippery slope there. So, anyways, touchy um, slope. Yeah, I, I haven't touchy finished slope. watching documentary, but all I, all I can say is that I, I remember reading about it in the press, and it's one of those stories that literally makes your jaw drop. Like it, it, it's like, wow, what's going on here? It's just so many elements, so mm. many layers to the story. It's it's uh, pretty all inspiring, right? It's pretty like wow, such a thing. I, we know people get catfished, but mm-hmm. not in a way where you 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 get you, you know this is a drafted NFL player, you yeah. know that they got catfished. So I thought that was pretty cool. So a surprise, unexpected. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, anyways, but that was one of the that contributes to playing with your emotions. Um, but then I know there were some other emotions, right? In the in this chapter, we have what they call the emotional matrix, and it kind of breaks down into high arousal emotions and low arousal emotions. And interestingly enough, it's the high arousal emotions aren't just like all the happy things, like like you were talking about awe and excitement and stuff like that. Um, also, humor's in there, but also anger and anxiety are also in. Um, the high arousal emotions and it kind of makes sense when you think about like um news articles or things like you see newsworthy on like instagram or your feeds that like may go against your political beliefs and stuff like that you those are those are stuff that are shared just as much as like things that you're excited about and things that like give you that kind of sense of awe like i mean that's why the press pushes so much on like if it's if it's CNN, they they push so much on the Trump hate, or if it's if it's Fox News, they push so much on the Biden hate because that kind of negative and, and angry emotions that that build up anxiety and, and fear and all those things, those those are higher arousal emotions. They cause you to want to act and cause you to to want to engage with their um, with their feeds and their community and stuff like. I that. I mean, I remember during the, the the summer of 2020, right, the whole George Floyd thing, yeah. right. Yeah. Like that made people angry. I mean, yeah. I was angry about it too. But yeah. I mean, that that was something that but anger drives action. It right. people to action, and then literally sure. caused that one of the biggest don't like act. social uprisings that I think yeah. the U.S. has seen hasn't that seen, ever years, seen. You know. so, and across the world globally. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's a, yeah, and that's a that's a great example. So uh, the low arousal emotion that would be, I guess, on the same end of a negative emotion would be sadness. So, for example, George, the George Floyd situation, if it had just ended with sadness. Based on this book, it's that's a low arousal emotion. Yeah. Thus, more likely to for people not not to, share. to act. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. if if yeah. like a story just ends with uh, sadness or something, man, like that, that sucks. Then okay. It wouldn't have, would have gone viral or <laughs> right. been shared the way it was, but yeah. but it was a uh, it was an angry an angry situation, you know, that drives people to share. Yeah, we were talking about. Uh, remember, we talked about Corona and why it's like 
I, I recently read somewhere that Corona is like the number one most famous beer in the world. And Corona does a great job. We, I think everyone's seen a Corona commercial, yeah. right? Clinking yeah. beers on the beach. Yeah. Um, but th- that's definitely a high arousal feeling that they're trying to trying to evoke, right? Is yeah, because it's it's like that party time, that excitement on the beach. You know, you're cracking some beers. You got friends. You're playing volleyball. You know, you got right. the sand, the sun going. It it invokes uh you know that that emotion that drives you to be like, shoot, man, let me let me take some time off. You know, let's crack crack a few beers and you know just. Have but isn't time. that interesting how it plays into your psychology? Because like I know buying a Corona at a club, I like man, I would have a good time drinking a Corona. Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. But did, didn't the reverse happened when you know the the name Corona was connected to the, the coronavirus? Well, I mean, that was, <laughs> I don't know. That was just unfortunate. <laughs> yeah. And did, did, did the sales, sales go up or know. down? That's it was something that happened to Corona. Be yeah. Corona's um, we'll sales. I'd actually venture they'd go. They win. They would, they'd go up. Yeah, I would. I would. I would guess that too. I, I mean, that's just David like free, is free yeah. advertising. Yeah. Yeah. See, people are looking at the name more. I yeah. forget which one it was, either yeah, either going up or down. But it, I know it did. It had some impact uh, well, on I mean, the I, fact that it was the same during, name. During the pandemic, alcohol sales went up yeah. in general. Oh, <laughs> right. Oh, great point. So yeah. it yeah. may have gone up, but it may be inconsequential just for yeah. alcohol sales. Well, they said that they they definitely weren't hurting during the pandemic, but they they were definitely trending more on social media. They're yeah. trending, yes. Yeah. Which is which Makes is sense. which contagious talks about right yeah because you because you and we'll talk about that in later chapters about linking uh your product to other trending things that are going on and yeah. and and that way is being socially relevant yeah, yeah. they didn't do more any specific advertising related no, they didn't have they to. didn't they didn't, they didn't have to, have to. The same name <laughs> uh, yeah i mean i guess but it would have been it would have been really creative if they could have like made an ad or like like they put a mask on the bottle or something like that just like mm-hmm. something just uh something goofy just to, to be, tie yeah it you have to tiptoe around that bit but yeah yeah because yeah. yeah, I mean, then now people are going to be thinking you're drinking corona you're going to be cured of the corona right going to be cured yeah that's true yeah so but anyways um no, that's really good and then, then what was the last part uh talk about something about exercise yeah yeah so i will talk about physical arousal not in that way. What? Oh, hey. Please go ahead. So <laughs> there, there was um, an, ex- a lot of an experiment. <laughs> There's an experiment that the author did um, where he wanted to know if not just sentiment arousal or um, psychological arousal, if maybe physical arousal could make people share more um, when they're at a certain state. So he had two groups of people in his lab. One group, they sat out for about 30 minutes. The other group, they did some light jogging. In the second part of the experiment, he gave everyone a news article, something about a school, and he told them like, hey, you can either share this via email or do whatever you like with it. And what he found was that uh, the group that did the like, uh, the, the light jogging they actually shared 75% more than the group that in the first half of the experiment was just sitting for that 30 minutes. So there was some linkage between not just that um, sentiment or emotional arousal, but more so just any kind of physical activity um, encouraging people, encouraged people to actually share more. It's like, for example, when you're on a plane, you ever got on a plane and someone is like extra talkative? Mm-hmm. It's that physical arousal of being on a plane. Some people are afraid of 
plane rides yeah. and so it causes them to yeah, overshare yeah. yes mm. imagine sometimes even it's shown when you're in a car accident right or just missed a car accident you might find yourself sharing more yeah personal details about um your life if you're in ever in any kind of like situation that causes fear to grip you or for you to have to react or move differently um than normally that physical um interaction that you're having in that moment causes you to want to share what comes to my mind is is concerts right like the hustle and bustle of getting into a, a large arena right especially with i'm not talking about like ballets or orchestra concerts i'm talking about like <laughs> pop concerts hip-hop concerts right yeah. like the hustle and bustle of getting into the arena the excitement that's in the air yeah as soon as in your your heart rate's up you know you're you're work for ballet st- <laughs> <laughs> the excitement of going to the you know when the artist comes the out when the artist yeah. comes out on stage you're starting to, you st- you know everybody gets on their feet right people People are dancing well, you or just whatever. Want to see, uh, Kendrick too, so. Yeah, I just want to see Kendrick, and uh, yeah. and that's how it was. And people are jumping, people are having a good time, yeah. getting hype. And what's the first thing that people do? They whip out their phones, right? Everybody yeah. got their phone up. Everybody's trying to record, you know. And, and what is everybody doing? They're sharing what's going on. Yeah, in the moment. but sometimes that takes away from the moment, though. That that can get on another topic when you take out <laughs> your phone. Yeah, Some artists just, now they they but it's, it, but it's that cool factor like I'm at a Kendrick put a, concert. They put you know? away their their phone now. Social currency, yeah. social currency. It's but have it's, you, it doesn't exist. It's not real. You don't have a picture though. Have you guys been seeing now with these comedians like Dave Chappelle and yeah. Yeah, other com- and Kevin Hart? Not, they not have to lock comedians. up. They have to lock I'm seeing, up. I'm seeing like their phone now. now too. Yeah, really? so they can just be in the moment. Like take your phones, right? No, they don't even take your phone. There is a company I forget the name of it where you actually put it inside a pouch. And then you scan it to seal it, mm. to lock it, and um, you keep your pouch, and you cannot open, open your phone. And if you get caught by security, opening trying to open the pouch, you have to exit. Well, just, the, well I think it's done because I mean, like as a comedian, if you're going on tour, yeah. right, you don't want to. Nobody wants. Material, you don't yeah. want to spoil, spoil the material. material. But yeah. that, but like he's like 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 Myron is saying. Also, musicians are now doing this because they want to be able to interact with their audience more, True. and they are able to do that when no one is looking on their phone or trying to make sure that they get in the best video shot. Yeah. Right? That's true. That could be interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So I can see how for a, a comedian that would be. Um, uh, more relevant because they didn't put out an album or anything like that beforehand. So as a musician or a uh, music group, the material is already out there, so I can see how that's probably less of a focus for them. Right. But it would yeah. still be interesting for uh, for musical content, uh, mm-hmm. context to see how that would play. If yeah. it would be advantageous or not. Yeah. Especially if maybe you want each audience in every city you go to, every location you go to, you want audience connect to, to connect with you in a different way. Or you want them to connect in a way that they didn't are might have already seen before they went to the concert. Yeah, you, you want them to hear it fresh. I mean, if you're delivering punchlines and stuff, it's like you don't want them to be expecting it. Like yes. you want to hit them like bam! It's like oh shoot, I didn't even see that joke coming. You know, that's yeah. mm-hmm. that's how com- you know comedians work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think uh, I, I also think general. about like uh, running apps too. So running apps, you know, you you a lot of people want to record how far they ran how fast they ran um even like heart rates and other biometrics but like those apps also allow you to share with social media like 
what you've done and people yeah. actually do it and i think that's there's something to that legitimizes even further legitimizes like companies like nike and all these big sports companies that are promoting these running apps because it allows them to engage their their audience and their patrons even more yeah well yes like even uh strava is um one one of the big biking ones um like people they can post like their prs they can post like their whole yeah. you know routes that they do and it's like it's also competition too you like you see your boy he just did like 10 miles in, this, in like a certain amount of time you're like shoot let me see if i could beat that you right see if i can mm-hmm. keep up with that and yeah. something like that yeah yeah the Pel- uh, peloton too yeah peloton yeah. yeah yeah so but um cool 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 that's that's pretty dope uh chapter on emotions there hey y'all this is Amber, president of Let Love Rise Foundation Incorporated, and we have officially launched. Check out letloverise.org. If you are a community organization with volunteer needs, go and sign up on our platform to promote all of your volunteer needs. And if you are a volunteer looking for ways to connect to your local community, looking for ways to make a difference, Go on letloverise.org to sign up for these volunteer events. I'll see y'all at the next event. Uh, announcements. Announcements, yes. You can follow us on at with love music and at letlove.rise on IG. Subscribe on Patreon and we'll see you there. Yes. Appreciate it. Thanks, everyone. Love God, love people. Do, Do everything, everything with love. love.